You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Oz Network as we come to you for another flashback Friday. It is Friday, and that means that we bring you something that we flash back to. And we thought we did something a little bit different this week rather than just uh, plugging an old interview. We often get some requests for old things like Auslet interviews, um, Auscaps, uh, Auztopsies, random things like that. So we thought we'd put that out to you to see what you would rather hear this week. And the resounding answer was a former Auscap. And if you don't know what an Auscap was back in the Survivor Oz days, it was at the end of every season of Survivor. We would come together, uh, myself and a bunch of Auslets, and discuss the season in general, go through each of the contestants and discuss what we liked and what we didn't like about it and just move on through that. Now, we asked any suggestions of this and we got the one suggestion sent through uh, that we should do the Africa Auscap. Now, got to remember that back when we first started, uh, there was just myself, Noah, Lancey, Ethan, Jared, and Troy. And uh, we were young, naive, didn't really have a lot of listeners, and kind of just went out of our way to be a bunch of idiots. So I will admit, I have not listened to this in a very long time. So I couldn't even tell you what is said throughout this Ozcap. And also, our Ozcaps, uh, when we first started them, used to be quite short. I believe we tried to keep them under an hour for the most part. Uh, but by the end, our Ozcaps, um, I think the last one we might have done uh, went upwards of four hours. So, um, yeah, this is one of our shortest ones we ever did. I believe the second shortest Ozcap we ever did. Uh, and yet you can fast forward uh, plenty of seasons into the future. And we went a lot longer than that. So, uh, without further ado, here is our Survivor Ozcap for Season 3 of Africa. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. Survivor's ready. Go! Travis spoken. This island is pretty much full of only two things. Snakes and rats. The fake dead grandmother could easily go down as the dirtiest thing ever to be done in this game. I am the king, and I am back. But I've got the million dollar check written already. I mean, I'm, I'm the winner. The winner of the first Survivor competition is... Rich. Direct from Hobart, it's now time for the only dedicated radio show in Australia devoted to the hit TV show Survivor, bringing you the latest news and the biggest interviews from the king of reality television. It's Survivor Oz, and here's your host, Ben Waterworth. It is Survivor Oz, Australia's only Survivor radio show, coming to you again for another Ozcast edition of the program as we move into Season 3 of Survivor to go through the season that was Africa. And I have on the line with me every single one of my precious little Ozlets to talk about everything that happened in this season, including Troy, Lindsay, Richter, Maynard. Troy, welcome back to the show. Troy just doesn't want to talk. All right. Thank you. Brought me back. <laughs> also joining us on the show is uh, Jared Linda Spencer. Look at my mouthful of blood, Elliot. Jared, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. And uh, of course, direct from the city that I'm speaking to you is Noah Teresa Cooper Groves. Noah, welcome back to the show. I uh, little just. Dis- Point that I wasn't Frank, but oh well. Uh, well, that Frank distinction has to go to, I think, the next person, which is Ethan Frank Garcia. Ethan, welcome back to the show. And also, of course, joining us, we have with us Lancey Kelly Goldsmith Morris. Lancey, welcome back to the show. Why did you call me 
Oh, well, look, you know, I was going to go with the tattoos and the Lex reference, but uh, I just thought there was something about you that did scream Kelly. And, I don't know how I feel about that. And, and of course... Ben Kim Water, uh, Kim Johnson Waterworth. Uh, I would, yes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have it any other way. Really, <laughs> I think I was expecting that uh, every single step of the way. But uh, Africa season three. Now, uh, as we have uh, obviously gone through with these earlier seasons, uh, basically a decade ago, more than a decade ago, uh, I just want to go around the room really and uh, get your initial thoughts on Africa when you first saw it, if you remember when you first watched it, and uh, your thoughts may. Maybe on a season uh, 10 years on, I'm going to start in the middle with Noah. Uh, well, I only saw it for the first time about January this year, so I don't know how much I can comment on that, really. Oh, you're going to refuse to answer it. Is that just, is that how it's going to be today? <laughs> yeah, well, that's the disadvantages of coming into Survivor later. <laughs> well, surely you've got some sort of opinion on it. I mean, you know, if you haven't, if you saw it for the first time, what, 10 months ago, I mean, what were your thoughts then seeing it so late well, into when you're watching all right. Survivor? <laughs> all right, <laughs> the biggest surprise for me when I was watching it was the location, because there's no real other location like that, and I'd seen, like, heaps of other seasons, and I wasn't expecting it. There you go. That's that's good enough. We'll accept that. Fair enough. Lancey, what about you? What when did you first see it? What were your thoughts when you first saw it? I first saw it when it aired, so yeah, like ten years ago or however long. Um, and I remember I really, really enjoyed it and I remember thinking that it felt really different from the first two because of its locations. It like it wasn't a beach and it just it felt like a bit of a shift. And I, I feel the way about it, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Mm, that's a good point, good point. Ethan, what about you? Uh, I definitely love the season, the location. Uh, three strong male players controlling the entire game. Two of my favorites, and Big Tom and Lex. And uh, just overall, I thought it was a great season. It kind of uh, didn't really have many uh, great twists or great um, blow-ups or anything of that sort. But it was still a great season. Mm, you sounded a bit like Jeff Probst there talking about the three strong male uh, characters there. Ethan, should we be a bit worried? Is Lancey outnumbered now when we're talking about these big strong male competitors? <laughs> I'm just like Jeff Probst. I like the alpha male. <laughs> Jared, uh, what about you? When did you first see it and what were your thoughts when you first saw it? Uh, I first saw it oh, probably two or three years back now. Um, loved it. One of my favourite early seasons. Um, big fan of Lex. So, yeah. yeah, I loved Africa. Do we, I think we're all... Are we all fans of Lex here in the room today? We all love a bit of Lex Vandenberg? Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Troy, what about you? When did you first get a taste of Survivor Africa? Is that Lex messaging in right now to say thank you to somebody? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Troy. Where's the artist? Oh, we hung up. He doesn't like Lex. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> Oh, he's just—he's not happy with it. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep a tally of the uh, Troy dropouts today. Um, so at the moment, I'm going to count that it is his second one because I believe he did drop out halfway through that introduction and uh, between interrupting me. So we'll uh, we'll ask him that question coming up very soon. But I, I just want to go through each of your rankings uh, that we had the other months. Now, Lancey, you ranked Africa as your 12th favourite season. Troy, you ranked Africa as your 16th favourite. Noah, you put it at number five. 15. Jared, you put it at number 14, and Ethan, you put it at number 11, whilst myself put it at number 15. So we all kind of put it really in that middle range season. Not the best, not the worst. Do you think really it's just a case of all these seasons that have followed have really over 
taken it, uh, given how the season played out, Ethan? Yeah, I uh, repeat the question, my bad. I don't even know what the f*** I asked then. Um, I think <laughs> something to do with all the seasons following have overtaken Africa, really. Because, I mean, we've all ranked it as a, as a middle-of-the-range season, haven't we? Yeah, I think it's a great season. I think uh, the only thing lagging in it is the... Uh, um, just like the big drama and everything outside of the science uh, being voted out after the twist, I really don't think there was really much that wasn't very predictable, to be honest. Uh, I, th- I thought Lex was going to win until he obviously didn't win that West Muni challenge. And, uh, and Kim Johnson winning the last two was very unpredictable. But other than that, I think the season was uh, all, overall just great in all aspects. Jared, what do you have to say to that? Do you agree with what uh, Ethan just said? Yeah, I agree. I just think, like, there's been better seasons than Africa, but it's one of those middle-of-the-road seasons that you can watch and enjoy again. Okay, good point. Lancey, what about your thoughts? Yeah, I agree with Ethan. I think partially, I mean, it was really enjoyable, but Hello? there wasn't a huge twist or anything like that. Um, but also, I think, yeah, because it's quite old, it's so hard to compare to the other ones, and it's probably been a while since we've all seen it and stuff, So, except for Noah, but- yeah. yeah, except for Noah. <laughs> Troy, hello, can you hear us? A little bit in and out. Um, to get to your question, yeah, you know, it, at the time, considering this, what that was just number three, it was easy to pick on that season because they did veer off the course a little bit. Even Australia, to a degree, wasn't really an island, per se. Well, it Australia wasn't a bit is of a an island, Troy. And... Yeah. Technically speaking, yes, but, you know, technically some, it, it, it still had a very desert feel to it, so it just it, it was sort of veering away from the tropical look of the first one, so that's why season three got picked on so much because it did truly, it's, it went off a map that time period and you know they limited the contestants of so much of what they can do and from a physical standpoint for someone who likes to watch people go through the toughest elements it was fun to watch but you've got to cater to an average viewer and an average viewer likes to watch a more you know eye candy environment and that's why africa that was the first knock against it troy just troy just likes to see torture porn and see people really really suffer noah what about uh, your <laughs> thoughts uh, i mean do you agree with what everyone said there yeah i agree with everything but I think my major problem with it and why it's 15th for me is I think just the cast is not definitely one of the greatest casts. It's, I would put it in probably the bottom three cast bar about four people or something. Right, right. That's, I, that's my major problem with this season. I think it's has probably one of the worst casts. It's an interesting point you raise there because often, like as Troy was saying, I think when people talk about Africa, it's really the location that kind of diminishes as a season. Uh, I don't often hear too much said negatively about the cast. Lancey, is that a fair assessment by Noah? Do you think it was a a fairly average cast with the exception of a couple of people? Mm, uh, I don't know about that. The whole... I don't know. I, I kind of agree. I mean, I think... I, I liked, I remember I liked one tribe a lot more than I liked the other. So, yeah. I mean, I, I guess that's fair. But I, I think, like, the final sort of post-merge, I was pretty interested by all the contestants. But I suppose, yeah, overall, compared to some of the sequences, it wasn't that yeah. strong. If you look at, like, um, Outback and then you look at this one, it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Good, yeah. Like, Outback is almost perfect. And then it goes to the next season. Then you've got people like Teresa, Kim Johnson... Yeah, there were kind of a lot of just uh, people. Mm. They're just a bit ordinary, and yeah. yeah. But then they also had some really good competitors as well. Some really interesting characters. It's so it's kind of a mix. Good point. Good yeah. point, Jared. What do there you think of that? Uh, I have to agree with Lancey. I think post merge, everyone was really good, whereas a few from pre merge were pretty boring. Mm. Yeah, mm. Ethan. Uh, I think only 
like maybe five or six uh, people on the cast. I just watched it last week, actually, and uh, um, I was thinking about what questions we were going to be asking for this, and I couldn't think of more than four or five people I would even mention than half those questions. So wow, wow. I kind of just, just kind of, uh, the cast is pretty mediocre, but... I think the season's pretty good. I think I must be in a minority then. I feel the first three seasons really of Survivor, I can name every single person from those seasons without looking at a list. And I think whilst I agree that Africa kind of obviously following Australia wasn't as brilliant as Australia, I, I still think I could sit here and list positive qualities about every single person. Even the pre-merge uh, and jury people, I think, I mean, you look at Diane, I mean, you know, people remember her, the crazy postal lady. Jessie, I mean, you know, she's this hot chick who kind of haven't had the best edit. Carl, the crazy dentist. Linda, I just think of blood in the mouth. Silas, I mean, we all obviously know what could have happened there. And Lindsay, as well as Clarence. I mean, I don't know. I, maybe it's just me. I think these people all have their own memorable aspects. Con- considering when you look at Marquesas, which we'll look at in the next episode, there's so many more memorable people in Africa compared to the next season. Oh, I disagree. You're just bringing up Peter Harkey, aren't you, Noah? <laughs> It's just it's just straight away you mentioned anything about pre merge Marquesas, bugger Boston Rob, it's all about Peter Harkey. But you <laughs> Exactly. But you look at this and you've got all these pre merge. I can name you for probably all, every season one great pre merge person that I love, like Deb Eaton, Peter Harkey, Chicken. Enough about Deb. She's gone, alright? Let it go. Oh wow. So, yeah. Well, there you <laughs> I didn't know Abby Maria was on the line. (laughs) Um, There's not even one, like, entertaining person, like, novelty person like Deb or Peter, so, yeah. (laughs) I'm just, I'm really trying to find a sound effect right now, because, look, you know, we may as well steal something from Rob Has a Podcast. He's got his bloody annoying bell. Um, I'm going to find some sort of uh, zing sound effect in the meantime. Troy, uh, are you there, first of all? Can I just check to see if you can hear me before I ask you a question? I hear typing. Is that is that Troy trying to type oh, his answers? No, sorry. Um, here That's a good quote. Hello, Troy. <laughs> I've gone down. You've gone down again, Troy. Uh, if you can hear me, I want to ask you your thoughts on the cast. Do you do you think that uh, Africa kind of suffered as well from its cast as well as its location? He must yes, really. I hate do think the casting was a little weak on their end. You know, it's funny with Samburu. I think what happened with that group was they didn't cast too too diverse a group personally if you look at the younger people and the older people especially the younger people both the males brandon and silas both were bartenders then with the females you had Lindsay and kim powers both were you know advertising and marketing you can make a case they're sort of in the same type of field you know then again you have all the gen x crowd they didn't have a real specific field they're in then you had a group of older people who already were well established you had moms and dads and all that good stuff you had that group in there so i think with the the fault really come with the casting with that in that respect and that's why they had to to create uh, a travel swap to break that because some of the casting they can't have people who are too similar in some respects good point. they didn't cast far enough good point all right all right I'm, I'm in terms of personality definitely traits. outnumbered i feel here at the moment now just before i move on to the next question um are we all familiar with a bit of rebecca black can i just ask that question first yes all right well uh, how, how, how is this for our uh, rob has a podcast rip off bell if it wants to play. <laughs> I don't even know if you can hear that. <laughs> I can't hear anything. What is let's, it? Let's try that again. Let's uh, pretend that bit never happened yeah. and go with this bit once again. Right. How, how is that? <laughs> what is it for, though? What, 
Oh, when, when people get burnt like you did before in terms of Abby Maria references. <laughs> well, you missed your chance. <laughs> I know. It's kind of faded, hasn't it? It really isn't funny anymore. <laughs> Is it? No, no. All right, let's pretend that bit never happened. Now, uh, with Africa, of course, we were saying uh, in terms of the, the tribal switch that was just brought up because um, it was the first ever time we saw that happen in any season. And uh, when we spoke to Carl on this show, he mentioned that he kind of had a bit of a word to Mark Burnett after he got voted out that, you know, you could yeah. change things around with a tribal switch. Do you, do you feel that this was always planned for Africa or do you really think maybe that it was a case of, look, we've got this divide on Samburu, we need to switch things up and, and go along with things, Lancey? Um, yeah, I think it might have been spontaneous. I don't know if it was necessarily planned because, it, yeah, you're right, it, it was pretty clear the tribes were pretty set in how they were doing things. So I think it was intended to kind of make things a bit more interesting. And I don't know if it really did that much, but... Yeah. Mm, Ethan, what are, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I don't think the switch really screwed many things up. I think it screwed silence. Other than that, I don't really think it screwed anyone. I think things pretty much played out like they would have because uh, you saw Ethan, Tom, Lex, Kim Johnson all at the end, and then you had uh, three or four of the Samburus make it to the uh, post-merge. So, I mean, it really didn't really change things as much as it may have seemed. Mm, no, what, what about you? What do you think? I uh, know. I reckon it might have been pre-planned because like, they... I have no idea, but, like, you'd think that going into the third season, they would want to try and do something different with it. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. I have no idea. Jared? Uh, I think they might have had the idea there, and then when the trials were so obviously set in stone, they thought, why don't we chuck this in and see what happens? Mm -hmm. Good point. Troy, what about you, my friend? You've got a theory. Tell us about it. Oh, no, he doesn't want to tell us. He's just gone away. Uh, that's up to four dropouts now, by the way. Uh, I thought it would have been more than that. But, um, you know, we'll keep a tab. We'll come back to Troy's theory because I'm sure he's very keen to uh, to tell it to us. Now, I haven't mentioned, obviously, we just do uh, uh, say what um, where it was filmed in terms of everything along those lines. Uh, it was filmed in Kenya. Um, and given, too, that 16 people on uh, the, tri- oh, the season, eight on each tribe. Now, moving into um, how it all kind of kicked off, at the start of the game as well. We all saw them arriving on the back of a truck. I remember the African guy, he's like, down, down, everybody down. And he's like, have a nice day or <laughs> something like that. I mean, the start of the game, uh, given that we're all kind of getting used to this new location, do you think that um, we've gone from seeing a boat, everybody jump off a boat and rock up on a beach to a plane landing in the middle of Australia to a truck with a very happy African? Uh, Noah, the start of the game, was it a good way to kick things off? Uh, I'm usually against the boring truck turning up, jumping off thing, but I think for season three that it hadn't been done and it just really did suit the whole African thing. Like, it's not like they're going to sail on a boat up there because it's not going to happen. So I think it suited Africa, but I'm not usually a fan of being on a truck like that. Mm, okay, so if you were to start, if you were to play Survivor Noah, how would you want to rock up and be like, hey everyone, Noah Groves is here, look out! Uh, if I was going to go on it, I think I'd prefer a truck. A truck. So you, you like the truck? Stuff, stuff paddling out like that. <laughs> but it's fun to watch people You're paddle. just lazy. That's what you're trying to say. You, you want a porch. You want a limo to take you out there. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, yeah. all right then. Lancey, uh, how do you think the game kicked things off? And how would you want to start Survivor? Well, I liked the truck. because I mean, I agree with Noah. I'm a big fan of the traditional Jeff in the helicopter hanging out and, you know, the camera pans out as he says his last little lines. I mean... I like that too, but 
I really liked the truck entrance because it really set the scene. Because I think that Africa was, I probably still think it's the probably the best location. Like, I really liked that. I mean, I do like water challenges, but aside from that, I think it's such a good location with all the, it was just, it just seems so raw and harsh and abrasive. And I really liked it. So I liked the entrance. Mm-hmm. It was very dramatic. Jared, what about you entrance-wise? How would you like to start things? And uh, what was your view on the, uh, the start of Africa? I reckon they should have come in on, like, elephants or camels or something interesting. <laughs> that would have been funny. Um, no, I didn't mind it. I like it changing up every year, just something different. So, no, I don't hate an entrance. I like the truck. You like the truck. You like the truck. Ethan, I'm still actually – I love Lancey's quote there about the Jeff helicopter shot. I think we need to see more of those. <laughs> Ethan, uh, what were your thoughts and how do you want to start the game of Survivor? Uh, I thought it was pretty much all they could do in that location is bring them in on the truck. I mean, they did the plane the previous season. So, other than that, I mean, I don't think we'll be able to gather – uh, them up and put them on elephants and bring them in. I mean, that's pretty much maybe a couple of lions or something. Maybe that'd be uh, yes. Yeah, this would be like the slowest entrance ever. <laughs> Come on, people! Everybody, move it faster. <laughs> Two hours. I, I I would want to do something pretty cool if I was going to be on Survivor, but I mean, it would just have to be. I mean, I'm pretty sure any experience would be pretty cool, considering you'd be on Survivor and you're going to be jumping out of a boat, jump, getting out of a plane, or driving a truck into a, a deserted <laughs> island or something like that. Any experience, so, any much. experience, Ethan. I, I'm just wondering if you've ever seen uh, Ace Ventura Two and Jim Carrey sucking that rhinoceros and comes out of its ass. Uh, I don't know if that would be a very good experience. <laughs> Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Troy, uh, I hope you're still there, mate. Uh, what are your thoughts on the entrance, and are you going to tell us about your theory? No. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah. um, hey, there he is. Still here now. Uh, I, I think they should have, like, gathered in front of, like, a rock area, like, like, a, like where there was, like, a high rock, and have Jeff Probst come out, like, in the Lion King. That would be freaking epic. That would <laughs> Um, that been great. Or they could have just had they could have had survivors pick pick a few survivors and have them like gladiator, gladiator style and have them battle the battle lions. <laughs> that, would, that would have been an epic way to begin. Uh, you, you just give me some ideas then for the uh, the third season that will be filmed in Africa, perhaps Troy in the future. Fine. <laughs> that was the first season where the first two double cancels. Nope, no, he doesn't want to talk about the first two tribal councils. He just wants to go. He just wants to go. Just, we'll just bed, we'll just have, we'll spare ten minutes at the end where Troy can catch us up on his thoughts about the game. I think. But uh, the interesting thing I find about Africa now, uh, talking about uh, early alliances and all that that formed. Now it's it's been brought up, obviously, the likes of Lex, Ethan, Big Tom, that was all formed on Boran. But uh, when it comes to Samburu, obviously, we had the big age switch between them, you know, the young versus the old, the young initially took the lead before the switch up, it was this kind of uh, a shocking aspect in terms, because this is the first real time we ever saw such a division on a tribe in, in the history of the show, wasn't it, Lancey? Yeah, especially because the season before, you know, we saw Tina win, and then we also saw, like, so we saw older members sort of go quite far. Um, yeah, it was it was a very interesting divide because it also showed sort of such stereotypes. Like these are the older people that work really hard. They don't want to sit around and chat, and then the younger people who just wanted to play and be silly and muck around. So yeah, it was very interesting. But I think it was sort of the first time we saw. Yeah, that. it was. Uh, welcome back, Troy. Can you hear me? I think the funny thing is that people not listening to this don't understand. I can hear thank, you. And thank you, Troy. We've we've got a we've got a text window open in front of us as well. Troy's more talkative in our text window. Up, really, um, I, think. I think if um, Baron had lost the third challenge in a row, that. Was... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna sit back. I'm just sitting back, guys. Troy catch up. It's fine. Uh, uh, and... <laughs> 
what are we talking about? The third challenge. I don't know what we're talking about, Noah. Um, I think that the reality is Troy talk. He'll catch us up. See if Ron could come back. That way, when they swap three and three. Can you see? Can you see why that um, Rob has a podcast get nominated for awards and we don't? Hello, <laughs> <laughs> hello, Troy. This is, this is part of our. Charm. I think Troy's just catching up from the Australian recap a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, just all I wanted to say was that they wanted to wait to see how the tribes are going to fare after the episode. Yes, I agree. Everybody, round of applause for Troy. I think we all. Have- we all agree that we, we've caught up on that aspect. One of us should just read what he's writing yes. in the text box to save time. I, I'm going to designate Ethan, the official Troy Maynard uh, reading person in this interview. <laughs> Ethan, you're failing already. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what a shambles this is. Moving on. Moving on. Did you just say shambo, Lance? You're talking about Noah bringing up Deb. <laughs> But now that you've brought up Shambles, shall we move on that topic? <laughs> no, we're we're about sixteen seasons away from Samoa, Lancy. How good would that I've got her, be? I've got her ad. Shambo on Africa, she would have been so ahead of her time. Oh my god! Wasn't she already on Africa? Wasn't her name Diane on this show? I mean, they had the similar hairstyles. Come on. Hey, don't. There's no comparison. <laughs> oh, seriously, when we eventually get to Samoa, it's just going to be a battle between who can talk more about their favourite, me about Russell or Lancy about Shambo. <laughs> I love that entire cast, but we're getting off topic. We are. Here. We are. Back to Africa. <laughs> uh, I think uh, too. Uh, when it, when it, we're talking about the, the cast, obviously now before we got to the merge, we we see um, Diane going, Jesse, Carl, Linda, Silas, Lindsay, and Clarence. Now, out of those people, I'll bring up Clarence and Silas. We've talked a little bit about <laughs> Silas before, but Clarence, obviously, I mean, he was very lucky not to be the first to go with the whole situation opening up the beans when Diane's not feeling very well. Do you think Clarence um, really should have gone earlier than he did? And also Silas um, apparently took a while to get over the fact he went out how he did. Do you think Silas is somebody who maybe could have replaced Ethan as the winner of this season? I'll start with you, Jared. Um, Didn't Clarence make the merge? Uh, Sorry, he made the merge, yes. He didn't make the jury. Uh, Yes. I was thinking the same thing. Don't worry, I do that all the time. Please (laughs) correct me. Um, I didn't like Silas that much. I thought he was a bit arrogant, and I didn't like that he sided with the younger people originally, so I wasn't a Silas fan. But Clarence, I would have liked to have seen got a bit further, maybe gone home after Frank or Brandon or someone like that. Right, okay, good point. Ethan? Uh, yeah, Clarence was uh, lucky to make it out of the first vote uh, because of what he did, but uh, I think they needed to keep the tribe strong. If they would have voted him out, in case I am, they probably would have just kept losing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think it was smart to keep him. And Silas, uh, he definitely could have gone a lot farther, but I think that come the merge, people may have taken him as a huge threat and voted him out, just like they got rid of Clarence mm-hmm. at the merge. So I think Silas probably would have been uh, in the same boat as Clarence. Okay, Noah? Uh, yeah, I thought I was the only one who didn't like Silas, because everyone seems to say Silas, 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 but I wasn't a Silas fan, but answering your question, I think if his, if he was in the majority of his tribe at the Alliance, and it all worked out for him, no switch and that, I think it would have been likely that he would have been the winner of that Alliance. Okay. Okay. And Clarence, I was surprised when I was watching it that he did actually go earlier. I was he seemed to hang around for a bit longer than he should have. Okay, it's it's interesting. I think with Clarence, of course, the the episode he went when he's in the uh, the challenge up against Teresa and loses the rock paper scissors. Now 
had Clarence won that rock, paper, scissors, and let's hypothetically say Teresa honours their agreement and drops out, Clarence wins immunity, how different the season potentially could have turned out. Lancey, your thoughts on Clarence and Silas and the situation with the rock, paper, scissors? Well, I, I'm actually surprised as well that Sam is Noah because I thought everybody loved Silas but me because I'm not really a big Silas fan either. I don't, I don't, I don't really get it. I thought he was really arrogant. Um, and Clarence, he, he definitely dodged a bullet. And I thought for sure he was going to go out much earlier than he did. But I don't know. I didn't mind having Clarence around. He was, he was all right. And um, a novelty. Sorry, a novelty. He was a novelty. Like you find in a show bag. I mean, is that what you're saying, Noah? I mean, <laughs> Clarence in a show bag. <laughs> I don't really get what you're talking about, Noah. <laughs> no, neither, neither do I. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just picturing Clarence in a show bag. Um, I mean, what do you get that with? Uh, <laughs> what show bag? The world, the the idiot show bag, the world's greatest show bag. I mean, yeah, the world's worst show bag. <laughs> Hello, Clarence. Uh, should he be listening? Uh, Troy. Um, now, I'm just reading Troy's quote here. Just my luck. Have you referred to me as Brick? Hamland yet. Troy, can you even explain to me what the hell that means? <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I was thinking, what the... You don't want to, Troy. <laughs> what was a brick tam... Ethan, you're American. What's brick tamland? <laughs> I have no f***ing clue. <laughs> <laughs> Does referring to Anchorman? Doesn't he mean brick, brick from Anchorman, right? <laughs> uh, no? Maybe. It's been so long since I've seen Anchorman. Any Anchorman? Jared, are you an Anchorman fan? Uh, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Anchorman is the best. <laughs> People, if you're listening to this and we're not live, message us in, um, maybe, because we'll get it about probably the time Troy can answer the next question. Uh, but obviously, when it when it comes to the merge, Troy, I really hope you can hear everything we're saying here, because you know we love you. I don't want to wait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that, that could have been an answer to a question 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Uh, Troy, what is Brick Tam Land or whatever? It's Anchorman, right, Troy? Is it Anchorman? Troy. I don't know why we're even asking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving. I want to ask Troy the question off topic about this um this uh, apparent showmance with Lancey that he's um he's requested. <laughs> Troy, what's going on here, mate? Are you are you trying to are you trying to do something here and, and shake up the Oslets? Oh yes. <laughs> that was said very I'm, confidently. I'm <laughs> of course, you. Yeah, Reply then. Oh yes, <laughs> that's full of sexual innuendo. Oh, <laughs> uh, Lancey, are you worried slightly? I'm trying to something up. I gotta say, over the. Oh gee, no, he's gone. That was Lancey <laughs> pulling the plug. She didn't want if him to finish that. Indication of our relationship. It's not gonna work. This on off thing. I can't Lancey, I'm sick with you. I want. I want as many followers as you. That way we can. That way I can get my numbers up. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. That's that quote was brought to you today by Brick Tanland. <laughs> oh goodness. We're, what are we talking about? What are we all here for for a reason? Uh, Africa. So we just we just we just finished talking about Clarence. <laughs> and and Noah brought up a novelty <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've discovered sound effects. Yes, uh, the novelty in a show bag. Um it would have been cool if he would have stayed because who knows? Do you think he would have <laughs> I might just go lay down for a second. Who wants to take over? Um, <laughs> I want you, Lancey. What so- did you just say? I want you, Lancey. Is that all I just got from that section? 
I thought he said I'll punch you. <laughs> Lance, he's gone quiet as well. Things are getting awkward here in the room. It is awkward. I don't know if he wants me or he wants to punch me. I'm confused. Noah, you and I can start up something at the same time. How does that sound? Yeah. A, a Tasmanian show, man. Oh, well, we are Tasmanian. I mean, you know, God, we've got to live up to the rumours. <laughs> Aren't we all related? Well, I mean, you are my brother, Noah, so that obviously does mean that we have to be romantically involved. <laughs> Ethan and Troy have no idea what we're talking about right now. (laughs) All right, so moving on. Yes, Africa. Now, wasn't it a good season, everybody? Uh, The merge. Yes. Uh, Now, as it as it obviously came along, Clarence goes. Now, Kelly, uh, the first member of the jury. Then we see Brandon. Frank, uh, Kim, and Teresa basically go. Now, it really wasn't a, a question of these people going. It was just kind of obvious that it was going to pan out like that. But now, between Kelly, Brandon, Frank, and Kim, uh, Kim Powers, that is, did we did we really lose anyone there? I mean, uh, Rebecca Black in the background. I didn't press that button. Kelly was um, <laughs> Kelly was interesting. I found in some of her post game interviews that she seemed to be not quite as what she seemed in the game, Lancey. I haven't read any of her interviews after the game. What do you mean? What was she like? She seemed, uh, it was that special after the season aired, it was like back from Africa, and she she kind of seemed like a bit of a, I don't know how to put this nicely, because we've got a lined up to come on the show, Uh, a flirty, uh, somebody want to fill in the next part of that? Novelty show bag item. (laughs) Novelty show bag item. Um, Yeah, let's go with that, Lancey. Well, in terms of, uh, I'm not sure what you're asking me, so I'm going to talk about the ball that you mentioned because I'm a bit confused. Everyone um, says that on this damn show. I'm not sure what you're asking me, Ben. I'm just going to get Troy to rock up and ask the questions. It probably make more sense. Um, he was asking about Kelly. Yeah, that's what I was asking about. Thanks, Kelly. Noah. Yeah, I found Kelly to be kind of ordinary and boring. I think Brandon and Frank were much more interesting to watch. Yes. They, I think we definitely lost something in the season when they went. Especially, remember they had that challenge where they they, they oh, won a reward yes. together? Oh, wasn't that, that the was best? That was like the most unlikely couple ever. We're talking about that showmances that before. Yeah. That's, um, you know, forget Boss and Rob and Amber and Ethan and Jenna. That's the uh, the biggest romance I remember from Survivor. Yeah, that is yeah. the greatest Survivor romance ever. <laughs> uh, now, also, Kim Powers, uh, I think I kind of brought Teresa slightly into that conversation. We'll bring her up, Teresa, good old Teresa. Uh, does, does anyone feel Teresa was just another attempt to find a Tina Wesson in this season, maybe, Ethan? Could be. Uh, she wasn't as strategic as Tina Wesson. Yes. She was more of just a uh, sit-around and go with the flow type of person, but uh, she definitely was a nice lady, and uh, we'll see what she has to say when she comes on the show in a few weeks. Hopefully, hopefully. Noah, Kim I, Kim Powers, um, you know, was she meant to be the, the sex kitten of this season? Yeah, boring. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather Kim I, Johnson? Yeah, Kim Johnson, I think. <laughs> but, she was, Actually, she wasn't bad. Seriously. Yeah, she's not bad Dude, for an Kim old Johnson. chook. Remember this season, where, remember the, when they did the SOS challenge yes. and she was wearing, like, her swimmers, and she was really hot. Mm. Uh, so. It doesn't compare to Mad Dog. Oh, well, now hang on a minute, well, Noah. Well, that's my that's my show, man. You can have Deb Eaton. I'm sticking with Mad Dog. Oh, you get right, your sorry. mitts off my <laughs> police woman. 
<laughs> anyway, on, on Teresa, I think I actually liked Teresa, but I just can't stand it when people in the game do stuff like, oh, I feel so bad, I need to tell Lex I voted for him and that. Yes. And I feel so bad. It, yeah, that's so annoying when people do that. Yeah, it, was, it was interesting when Lex kind of uh, lost the plot a little bit. Now, Jared, yeah. um, <laughs> we, we, we saw so much dominance from Lex in this season. Was that kind of uh, a potential preview of what we would go on to see in All-Star? do you think, Jared, of Lex's personality? Uh, slightly. I think Lex... Oh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, Welcome to the club. I like Lex. <laughs> you like Lex. <laughs> that was a very um, political answer, Jared. It was like you had so much to say, then all of a sudden you were like, no, hang on a minute, Lex messaged me before, I better be careful. Uh, I had no idea what I was going to say. The thing I find hilarious is he, he got when he was having this big rage, he went up to um, Teresa and he goes, oh, don't worry, I know I know you didn't vote for me and you would never do that and I love you and all that stuff. <laughs> it's just great editing on that part. I trust my gut and my gut is my, uh, yeah. so he says like that. <laughs> yeah, sorry about Now, with that. all due respect to Lex, his gut really hasn't helped him too much in Survivor, has it? Where's <laughs> 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 Rebecca Black? <laughs> Thank you very much, Noah, for reminding me we have that. Um, I, <laughs> I find it interesting, I think, with Lex, because, I mean, really, it was one of these seasons, um, I mean, probably the first of a string of seasons where the third-placed player deserve to win the season more so than the final two. You can debate that situation. But I think so many people thought Lex would win this season. I remember watching this when it first aired, and all I could ever think was the guy with the tats and the piercings is going to win this season. Do you think, I mean, we, we brought it up before about Kim winning those final couple of challenges, which obviously threw a spanner in the works for Lex. Do you think Lex lost this season, or do you think that just circumstances towards the end really were out of his control, Ethan? I thought he uh, dominated the season. Uh, I think he should have won. And like you just mentioned, uh, third-place winners, uh, a lot of them uh, were the best player. And that's really disappointing because early in the, se- in the early seasons, I think we would have seen a lot of better winners had they had a final three instead of a final two like they eventually went to. Mm. But I definitely think Lex uh, dominated the season physically and strategically, and he did lose it by those Cam winning those last two movies. And I think she chose Ethan because she knew she wasn't going to beat either one, but I think she just had added out for Lex because he wasn't as uh, nice and genuine of a guy as Ethan was. Mm, good point. I'm going to bring up Ethan and Kim up very, very shortly. I'm going to go to you, Noah, not only about Lex, but also we haven't really spoken a lot about Big Tom this season. Now, Big Tom, uh, a very big character in the in the terms, in the history of Survivor. We've seen him play twice. What were your thoughts on his gameplay overall? And, um, I mean, your thoughts on Lex finishing in third? Oh, I th- I really like Big Tom, and I do definitely think he was playing a game, acting all dumb and all that, and playing playing just a happy father figure, dumb figure, and I think it was a good game. And I definitely think he could have won it. And also Lex, yeah, it's just a case of Kim Kim winning that immunity at the end. Mm. Otherwise, he would have had it, I reckon. Mm. Lancey, your thoughts on uh, Big Tom and Lex? Yeah, Big Tom... <laughs> I don't know. He brings a lot of sort of like country hick to a season, which is nice. But he's not Lex, let's be honest. Lex, although I question whether Lex would have won if he if there were a final three because, I mean, he certainly wouldn't have got Kelly's vote. I mean, that's for sure. Mm. 
Um, so I don't, I mean, I don't know how that would have played out, but yeah, I mean, I love Lex. He's one of my favorite players of all time, but his little tirade was a little crazy. I mean, I, his, his comments were so intense. Like I'm going to cut the snake off the, like the head off the snake who, you know, betrayed me and they're poison and they're dead. And it was just so over the top. And actually I didn't like the way Kelly responded. She was just like, big deal. Like get over your ego. So what you got to vote, like who cares? So, but yeah, I don't know if Lex would have won. I, I, I wish he had. A, I wish he had have, but he. I don't. I don't think he would have necessarily. Mm, survival history would have been different. Ethan, uh, Big Tom. I'm going to talk about Big Tom. We've got him very close to be lined up on this show. So, I mean, Big Tom, was he playing dumb? Do you think he could have won this season? Yeah, I think, uh, I think they actually talked about that during the season, Lex, and everybody was talking about how they knew Tom was smarter than he made himself out to be and that he was playing the game and that he could win. And I, I, I can't remember exactly why they voted him out when they did, but um, I, I do think he could have won and had he got stuck into the final three, maybe in the final two, but overall, I think he, he's one of the best characters the game's ever seen and personally one of my favorites very true i believe the day we're recording this actually it is his birthday so uh, happy birthday to big tom <laughs> while we're because uh, i mean you know by the time this airs it's probably however long it is but in the final the final two now two things that i find interesting about the final two of africa is that ethan obviously um considering what he's gone through since his time on the show is still one of the most memorable contestants in in terms of survivor history and kim um now i didn't really realize kim johnson was not that well liked i thought that um when it came to survivor things she you know was just one of these people that you remember and nothing really bad to say but from people i've interviewed and from people i've spoken to kim johnson really isn't overly that popular jared what were your thoughts on ethan winning it and kim johnson in as a person in general uh I was happy that Ethan won. I would have been happy if Ethan or Lex had won, so that was good. Um, Kim Johnson's an interesting one. I think she kind of played a game where she was trying to be nice to everyone and it was a little put on towards the end, so I think that counted against her a lot. Good point, good point. Noah? Uh, yeah, of course Ethan was going to win that, no question. And um, I, th- I thought it appeared that people liked Kim, but I can't understand <laughs> Kim. And am I the only one who thinks she looks like a horse? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> Novelty Kim Horse. Novelty Kim Horse. Uh, I can't stand Kim Johnson. Uh, you can't stand Kim... Uh, I, I really don't know what it is about Kim Johnson. Lancey, uh, as, a, as a fellow female, is there something about Kim Johnson we're missing? Or, I mean, what's going on? I think she was a really nice player and a nice person. But, I, I mean, I get that... Yeah, I'm surprised as well she gets sort of people saying that they didn't like her or whatever because I think yeah she's just kind of like she didn't deserve to win but I think you know she probably deserved to go as far as she did and she was you know reasonably nice and pleasant I don't know I don't get why anyone would dislike her because she actually reminds me a lot of Tina mm. really so right so you would you yeah. would say Kim's more of a Tina than Teresa was mm, okay Teresa's probably a bit more but I don't know just Kim's got that, that kind of likability to me right. okay good point good point Ethan are we missing something here about Kim uh, it kind of was a shocker to me to hear that. I wasn't expecting uh, her to be hated or not liked. Um, yeah, I was kind of shocked. I mean, I actually found her phone number and address uh, yeah. today, so uh, we can uh, maybe uh, get her on and give her a call. Ethan Garcia, the survivor stalker. <laughs> <laughs> He'll find your phone number and hunt you down. So it's pretty true, actually. <laughs> Survivors be... If you're a survivor player. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, you can try and find ours. I mean, you know, I mean, you can find Noah's. Noah's just begging to be stalked, aren't you, Noah? <laughs> Noah. Are we back? 
Has no one turned into Troy? Oh, no, our numbers are diminishing. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. By the time, it's just going to be me talking to myself very shortly. Uh, Noah is <laughs> also our go-to person when it comes to quotes from this season, Noah. What are you doing to us? I think he's trying to find out who Brick Tamland is. <laughs> what's going on? Oh, my Noah! God. Noah! Stop. All right. <laughs> So Troy called me and I was in a chat with just me and Troy and we were just having a chat. You're, 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 I was there too. You're having a mutiny against us, aren't you? Yeah, and he was saying, yeah, I'm finally back in. And, uh, <laughs> oh, I, no. I think it's only me, Troy. Oh, Troy. I had to hang up on him and now I'm back here. I think we're, we're going to, when we get to Marquesas, we'll just uh, end up just being Troy and me and we can just forget everybody else. Uh, no, I'm glad you're here because before we get into the, our, our final quickfire questions to wrap up this uh, Ozcast, do you have any quotes for us? I mean, do you have a, a specific player you found quotes for for this season? Oh, I was looking for Frank quotes over and over, but... I couldn't find one. You couldn't find Frank quotes. Well, this is where we've done terrible research and we should have really kind of all um, done it. I mean, I I just, um, I'm trying to think of any Frank ones off the top of my head. Um. <laughs> well, it, it's, not, uh, it, it's not really a quote, but when he's playing the game of I've never done this, I've never done that, and he goes, I've never broken the honour of a handshake. <laughs> there you go. There's a Frank. Well, there you go. Well, I've got one. I've got I'll one. go for it. What was that one? Memory says, what, memory says, what's brunch? What's brunch? Right. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's a good one. There's got to be some sort of good Tom quotes, surely. Um, yeah, surely there's big Tom quotes, everybody. I mean, we're not going to start oh, looking at yeah, Ethan quotes, are we? He can't eat the ham. He can't eat the, he's a Jew. He's a Jew. Yes. Well, I mean, that was, I think, very memorable for the fact that people were kind of slightly offended by it, but it... It wasn't. Uh, I love that scene. That's one of my favorite bits of the. I got a good. I got a good one. Go for it, Ethan. Um, he, uh, remember when he uh, was getting his boil uh, busted? He says they'll touch the things you don't want them to touch, but they won't touch the things you want them to touch. <laughs> oh, wait, I've got one. Go for it, Lancey. I wish I could have been with my wife or my neighbor's sister. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm just reading what I saw. No, you're just got a direct line. Um, <laughs> this is just Lancey making them up. Jared, come on. You and I are the only ones without quotes. Let's just make something up. Um, oh, geez. What, what could we say? Um, the winner, of, we the winner of Survivor Africa is Ethan. No, uh, that's I just quoted Jeff Probst. Um, so there you go. I win. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm sorry I was unprepared. Next time I will have quotes. <laughs> that's uh, from Noah Groves, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think Noel Groves quoted that. Now, one thing I will say before we, before we do get into the um the conclusion section, um, the way they kind of went from the finale to the the studio, they all kind of tried to trick us, didn't they, by making it look like they were still in Africa? Did anybody believe when that was happening that oh, they really still are in Africa or they're in a studio, Ethan? Uh, you could tell they had all put on weight and uh, they were a lot cleaner. Mm. So it was pretty obvious they weren't after mm. Lancey, did they pull the wool over your eyes? I can't really remember, but I think so. I mean, it was 10 years ago. I'm pretty sure I believed it. But I, I remember thinking, oh, that would suck because the reunion's a time when you show how great you look because everyone's just seen you looking filthy. <laughs> but no, they had to wear the same gross clothes. Mm. Jared? Yeah, I was totally confused by it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> Noah? Oh, wait, one more. One more Frank quote. Oh, God, we're so over Frank quotes now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Linda's so concrete. Linda's so concrete, she's buried, buried at the bottom of the Hoover Dam. <laughs> yeah, okay, then. Um. <laughs> All right, and uh, 
for someone going back and watching it like me, I just thought it seemed weird because they're always dressed up like that at the reunion, and then yeah, it just seemed odd for someone watching it back after seeing some of the other seasons. True, true. I, I just want to say, if people can hear a clicking noise, uh, Troy is trying to call back in. For some reason, Troy is disconnected from this chat, and he's trying to start up another group chat. So that's um, <laughs> that's where people keep disappearing. So I think that's where Noah and Jared went. It's kind of, again, yeah, it's, it's a mutiny happening here. It's a tribal switch. Just take over. Yes. Um, now, I'll get into the, the quick-fire season conclusion questions to uh, to wrap up this Ozcast. Who, uh, to you, is the was, was the best player all season? Let's start with Lancey. <laughs> Best player of the season's got to be Lex. Got to be Lex. Ethan? Lex. Lex. Noah? Lex and Ethan. Lex. Okay. Jared? Yeah, Lex easily. Does does Ethan not get a fair rap in Survivor? He won the game, but you never really hear people talking about Ethan in terms of a great winner. You only really hear about the battles after Survivor. Is Ethan a good player of the game in terms of the winners, Noah? Oh, yeah, he's good, but um, Africa was one of those one seasons where I actually knew the winner when I was watching it, and I had heard a lot about Ethan, but you never, you hear a lot about him, and then I watched it, and I admit that he wasn't as good as I thought he would be, and it seemed like Lex was really the strategist, and Ethan was just sort of his second-hand man. Mm, Ethan, your namesake, does does he deserve more credit in the history of Survivor? Um, I think he was a good winner, but I think uh, there were better pl- there were better players on his season, and I think there have been a great amount of better winners than him. I don't, I didn't, I don't even remember. I don't think he won an individual immunity challenge. I don't think so. Um, no. Well, I'll confirm that while you keep answering. Sorry, go ahead. <coughs> Uh, I just I, I didn't see him do much outside of play the nice guy. Mm, he did win one uh, individual immunity challenge. Just looking here at the statistics, uh, Lancey, Ethan, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think he's a better winner than people give him credit for. I mean, I like Lex more, but I think that Ethan was much kept himself together much more, and he did play the nice guy. But still, I mean, I, I you know that I respect that kind of game when someone can sort of just play a nice game, be quite good in challenges, and. And win. So, yes, yeah, I think he deserves more credit. Good point, good point. Jared? I agree 100% with Lancey. Uh, definitely, Ethan's a great winner, but I just like Lex more. You just like <laughs> yeah. Lex more. Everybody likes Lex more. I think Lex is uh, there. Troy, can you hear me? I think we've got Troy back. I'm back. Yay! I can hear you. Troy's back. And you have to do like Lex more than Kim Johnson. I definitely agree with you. It would have been an old guy's vote for sure. Five to two with Lex getting every one of the guys' votes. And even one of the. even Actually, I think it would have been 6 1. I think the only woman who would have voted person would have voted for Lex. I mean, for Kim Johnson, it would have been Kim Powers. Okay. I've actually talked to Teresa about this myself personally when I met her in Cincinnati in 2003. She said she would have voted for Lex over Kim Johnson in the final two if that would have happened. There you go. There you go. Troy, um, I'm still really um, intrigued to find out what is uh, who is Brick Tamland. <laughs> <laughs> is he Googling it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Troy! <laughs> all right, Troy, you can um, you can get back to us. Uh, all right, now, what do we have? We've just asked best player all season. Uh, most underrated player all season. Let's start with Jared. Um, you can't call a winner underrated, can you? Um, well, you can if you want I'll to. go with Big Tom. Big Tom, all right. Big Tom, I like it. Noah? Yeah, Big Tom. Big Tom, Ethan? Yeah, I think Big Tom's a good uh, answer. Okay, okay. Lancey, Lancey? Um... Yeah, probably Tom. Yeah, I think so. Big Tom mm. getting the love. Uh, worst player all season. Let's start with Ethan. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Lindsay. I couldn't stand her. Right. Okay, then. Noah? 
Uh, uh, probably poor old Diane. Poor old Diane. Lancey? Maybe Carl. Carl? Probably. Okay, then. Yeah. Jared? Uh, Linda for me. Linda. Right, right. We didn't really speak much about Linda. My, my oh. image of Linda is just her with that blood hanging out of her mouth. I, I love <laughs> when Linda... I'm pretty sure it's Linda. She goes, I want to be a part of the tribe. Can I be in the tribe? And jump up and down like a madman. <laughs> I, I think um, we didn't really mention the, the blood drinking uh, challenge. Oh, Lancey, oh, well, I'll, I'll start with you. I think when it comes to gross food eating challenges, that's really one of the few gross food drinking challenges. Lancey, would have you drank the blood? Yeah, I think if I were on Survivor, I would at least try for sure. But I honestly, there's... The thing that was the most shocking for me is that nobody said, I can't do this, this is gross. Everyone just drank it. Like, the first time they did the shot, every, everybody had some. And it just astounded me because in later seasons, they'll have to eat, like, you know, a slug, which is still gross. But then they make this big issue about it and people are vomiting and it's so disgusting. And in Africa, they were literally drinking blood. It's just so disgusting and so awesome. They were that dehydrated or maybe they were just all secretly yes. vampires. Ethan, would you drink the blood? Oh, yeah, I'd do anything to win, brother. <laughs> anything, anything. Well, again, we're going to come up with a <laughs> list of things that we can get Ethan to do to win Survivor. <laughs> no, he's gone quiet. All right, Noah, would you drink the, drink the blood? <laughs> Yeah, I reckon it looked tasty. <laughs> Just like a raspberry well, milkshake. Milk, wasn't it? It was mixed with milk. Is that what you said, Lancey? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they yeah, mixed it. Yeah. They mixed it with milk, and then the, for the, the final round, they had to drink just pure They drank wine. it straight, yes. It would be like a, a raspberry smoothie. Well, look, you know, without trying to sound too gross, I think we've all tried blood at one point or another, haven't we? Why not? Well, we haven't? Okay, maybe I'm just a freak. Uh, Jared, um, it's just me. Everybody awkward now. Jared, would you drink the blood? Uh, in the context of the game, yes. <laughs> Everybody's looking at me funny like now. Um, Ethan, to win Survivor, you've got to make out with Noah. Go. <laughs> Oh, come on, Ethan, where are you? Oh, you, you're letting Noah down. you got you got to make out with Brick Tamland. <laughs> if that is who I think it is. It's Steve Carell. Oh, so. right. Is it really? Is it, is it Anchorman? We're all sitting here on computers. Why have none of us Googled this, people? Come Brick on. Brick Tamland is Anchorman. I've, has anyone seen the movie? I've seen, yeah, I've seen Anchorman, Anchorman years ago. Um, clearly, Noah, you love him to bits. Uh, oh, yes, it is. I've just it is, it. yes, it everybody. Yeah, there we go. We all worked out what Google is. Um, <laughs> what Google is? <laughs> we're all doing very well today. Uh, the best challenge. Well, we were just talking about challenges. Jared, I'm starting with you. What was the best challenge this season? Um, probably the cow's blood or the goat challenge because that was just so bizarre. Yes, the goat challenge. Ethan. Um, there weren't really any great challenges. I kind of like the, uh, the fire arrows into the little mannequin thing. Yes, yes, I like that. Lancey? Yeah, it's got to be the blood drinking. Blood drinking? Yeah, it's got to be that. Noah? Uh, blood drinking and auction. Auction. Because of Big, Big Tom's outburst. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I love any auction. Seriously. Troy, are you back? Oh, yeah. Good. Auctions are so great. Troy! Yeah. Troy! Troy. Troy. Brick. Brick. No, he's gone. He doesn't like being called Brick. Uh, the biggest moment of the season, the key moment that decided the game, Ethan. Um, decided the game uh, probably when Kim Johnson won the final immunity because mm-hmm. I was going to choose the you know, Lacks or Ethan to win it. I don't know. That's about the most defining moment I could think of. I like it. Noah? Yeah, I can't really think of many for that season. I'll go with that. Okay, then. Jared? Uh, yeah, I'd have to go with that too. Probably when Silas went home, that could have been one early on in the game. Mm, good point, Lancey. Yeah, I probably agree with Kim winning immunity because the tribe switch, even though that's kind of a usually a big moment, it just didn't really feel like it did that much and affected the game all that much. So, yeah, probably Kim Johnson winning. Okay, Troy, if you're there, what was the biggest moment of the season that decided the game? 
Well, Ben, I think it was this one. I agree with everyone. It was the one where they all did that thing that they all said. Thanks, Troy. Uh, now, let's... Uh, the biggest what-if moment. <laughs> Why does Troy sound like a grunt? Because <laughs> he's Brick Tamland. What moment to say of the game? Yes. Uh, Hello, Troy. You sound different all of a sudden. Good job, Troy. <laughs> you think about that one and you come back to us. Uh, Lancey, what was the biggest what-if moment of the season? You- do you mean what the or what if? What if, as in, you know, what if one thing was different? <laughs> Come on, it's Survivor oh, Oz. Of it's Survivor Oz, Lancey. God, we haven't even mentioned the pizza sorry, quote sorry. yet. Sorry, what am I doing? Um, maybe, maybe Clarence. He's just like them not breeding him out and him lasting as long as he did. Okay. That could have changed things, Good. I believe. I like it. Jared? Uh, what if Lex didn't have bowel problems? <laughs> <laughs> Noah. <laughs> Uh, maybe what if Silas sided with the older people? Mm, good point, Ethan. Yeah, good <laughs> um, what if they didn't switch? That's what the only like if they go. Okay, okay. Uh, the worst moment of the season, Lancey. Um, worst moment? Probably Lex going and not making the final two. All right, Jared? Um, yeah, I'd probably have to agree with that. There's nothing else that I thought was that bad. Okay, Ethan? They took the words right out of my mouth. All right, and then Noah, are you going to be a goat and follow along? Oh, uh, what, what can I say? Oh, how about the truck? The truck. <laughs> now, uh, Lance, Lance, you brought up the what the moment. What was the biggest what the beep moment of the entire season? Well, the one that comes to mind is the SOS challenge where Tom put a feather in his underwear <laughs> and was running around like a bird or something. Oh, haven't we all done that at some point of our lives? No? Just, <laughs> That's true. Just me and big Tom, Ethan? <laughs> um... There really weren't any for me. It was that really stood up. It was all pretty sane for you. Pretty normal season. Yep. Okay, then Noah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there are several. Um, Linda jumping up and down. I want to be part of the tribe. <laughs> Big Tom with the feather. Big Tom at the auction. <laughs> yeah. And everything about Frank Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, uh, you've got a different one, don't you? I'd have to go with Frank's elephant impersonation <laughs> when he's uh, yes. trying to recreate the elephant's movements and send <laughs> yes. messages. To yes, yes, okay. I like it. Troy, I'm not here, Ben, I've got away again. Okay, thanks, Troy. A uh, player that you would most like to see return that has never returned. Let's start off with Noah. Uh no one. No one. You were about to say Frank. Uh, you were like, no, no one. <laughs> I would definitely love to see uh, Lex play one more time, but that's a cop people out who have never played, really, no one. No one. Wow. Okay, then, Lancey, give us one. I, Frank. I, I would love to see him come back. Okay. Yeah, just, Frank. I imagine if he came back, it would be like when Rudy came back, and he just kind of wouldn't go that well, and then he'd just be like, I should never have done this, and be all grumpy about it. <laughs> Ethan. Also Silas. Silas, yeah, just yeah. To, to really see how he would go in a in a full season. Yeah, just just for the, the what if factor, I guess. Okay then. Jared. Yeah, I'll go with Frank just for comedy purposes. <laughs> I wasn't good I wasn't gonna say Frank because I thought you'd all laugh at me. Now you're all saying Frank. Well you're just a loser, Noah. Uh Troy, <laughs> if you're there, what player would you like to see play that has never I'd played again? Lindsay. Lindsay. Yeah, since they have the most maturing to do and see how their story arc would go years from now. I, I agree with you, Troy. I think I'm, I thought I was the only one in this room who's a Lindsay fan. Uh, why do we all not like Lindsay? She, she sucks. She, she what? Sucks. <laughs> she sucks. I liked, I liked her, um, <laughs> wait, which, 
Lindsay. I'm she she didn't respect her elders, basically. She didn't respect her elders. That's why people didn't like her. I like Ethan's answer. You like Ethan's answer. Um, well, it's funny. <laughs> funny. Lindsay's uh, interview was one of our most popular. A lot of people were very happy to uh, to hear from Lindsay, actually. But, um, you know, maybe maybe it's just me. I, I, I like Lindsay. Uh, the, the legacy of Africa, to wrap things up. What legacy, if any, does Survivor Africa have in the history of Survivor? Let's start off with Lancey. Um, I think the location, just the, it was just totally different. I don't think any other season has done anything like that. So the location and how just tough and horrible it was, really. Okay, Ethan? Yeah, I think the location, and I think they got three really, really good characters out of Lexi and Tom. I think that they, all three, are three people that pretty much everybody that's watched Survivor since day one remember, and the location and the environment. Definitely uh, played a huge role in that season. Okay, then, Noah? Yeah, I'd say more just Ethan. Not Garcia, Zom. <laughs> Ethan, sort of, yeah, like, everyone knows who Ethan is nowadays, and he's related to Africa, but no one really remembers the season as much. Okay, then, Jared? Yeah, I'd have to go with the location, too. Just location, right. Troy, if you're there, mate, what's uh, the legacy of Africa? You're Googling it as we speak. Uh, I'd have to say probably, you know, we can knock on all, all we want to, but at least it had character development, which don't. But another lesson, legacy learned from this season was, you know, careful where you, careful where you drink your water from. <laughs> <laughs> Check for elephant poo, and every time you drink water, is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I mean, Alice Water here, you don't know what's in here, so I'm checking water constantly <laughs> with what's in here. Yes, very, very true. Well, uh, it has been fun having a chat, all things to do with uh, Survivor Africa for another Ozcast. I will say thank you to everybody. I'm going to go around the room. Lancey, once again, thank you for your input in another Ozcast. Cast. Thank you very much. Ethan, thank you too. Yep. Noah, always a pleasure. Yep. Jared. Brick Tam. <laughs> Jared, thank you. Thank you. And uh, Brick Tam, uh, Troy, thank you. <laughs> the least amount of time on the show this time. We hit a new low. I'm so happy. <laughs> thank <laughs> you very much, Purple Kelly. And I will yeah. also say thank you too to uh, Rebecca Black. And uh, to everybody who tuned into this, this has been the Survivor Africa Ozcast. Uh, anything we've ever forgotten in this, uh, please do feel free to message us in if there's something we didn't bring up that you would like to put your two cents worth in. Email us, or you can, of course, follow us on Twitter, hashtag Survivor Oz, and uh, we always like to hear what you think. We will be back with another Ozcast, travelling to the Marquesas next, a season that was never aired in Australia, but we will still talk about it, no doubt. It is always a pleasure having your time here on Survivor Oz, and we will speak to you next time. Very interesting listening uh, to listen to that Survivor Ozcap. So, uh, yeah, um, good times, apparently. Good times. Uh, and we're always going to have good times on Flashback Friday. We'll put up another poll tomorrow for you to vote in to see who we will have on the show for you next week. Uh, for other Survivor fans who may be listening to this one as well, we did an Australian Survivor cast preview episode earlier this week. It has started, of course, on screens right now on Australian television. We will be doing that sporadically, covering it at certain points of the season. Not sure when exactly, but stay tuned for that when we eventually get around to that. And US Survivor now only a couple of months away, so uh, get excited for uh, Island of the Idols coming very soon to your screens and to your speakers here on the Oz Network. Thank you for tuning in. You can, of course, vote in that poll by heading to Facebook. Go to the Oz Network page, and that's how you do it. Like us while you're there. Follow us on Twitter or on Instagram as well, and uh, make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever good podcasts are downloadable. Bye. My name is Ben. 
Thank you for listening, and we'll speak to you next time. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.